0: Hey, it's Matthew Crawford, and when I think of millennials, I can't help but think of all that cliched media coverage. You know, millennials are entitled, millennials have no resilience, millennials are workaholics, millennials are lazy. Well, do you know what? I reckon it's time to get real about the kids of the 1980s and 1990s, because whether you like it or not, millennials are our next generation of leaders. And if you're hiring, you're going to want to pay attention to what SEEK has found about millennials laws of attraction.
1: Okay, well my name's Sam or Samantha Beniac Brooks. I'm 20 years old and I'm currently at university studying media because I aspire to be a media presenter slash multi-platform journalist.
0: Okay, so look when you're starting out, what kinds of things attract you? to either this or or, or that organisation?
1: Yeah, I think um, flexibility in terms of the work that I can do. Um, Training's pretty important for me. Um, I recently did an internship where I saw that other journalists were being trained in other areas. So, you know, journalists might have... They might be very good at TV presenting, but maybe not so good at the online platform. So I think that on-the-job kind of training is definitely a key thing for me.
0: Well, it sounds like you want to try a lot of different things. Yeah. And you want support from the employer to do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah.
0: So when you're you're looking at the job market, let's imagine that you're in a position where there are multiple avenues that you could pursue. Mm. What kinds of things could those different employers offer that would make a difference to you in terms of whether you thought you might want to go this way or that way?
1: I think starting out, which is probably a really bad thing that I'm saying this, but I think salary is probably a huge thing for me. At the moment, I do a lot of freelance work, which is something I do on the side of all the radio and TV stuff that I'm currently doing at university and outside. You know, you're paid for the work that you do, not for just being there in an office because I'm not in an office, I'm at home. Mm. I think that for me, at the moment, salary, as I said, is the most important just because I would like to have some type of security in terms of, you know, money. Obviously, as sad as it is, the world does kind of revolve around money and I think that that would be something that's probably the most important um, in terms of what a company could offer me and for me to be like, yeah, actually, I could actually go to this place. I also think that, it's funny, people always talk about additional benefits being a really important thing for people, but for me like so what if I get a gym membership or not out of you know a place I think that the most important thing is salary and being able to actually do work
0: what about a coffee machine in the office oh, a
1: good one. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> that's tough
0: okay okay I'm not supposed to be perpetuating silly cliches here I was just kidding about the coffee machine And Sam's saying that training and salary are important drivers for her as she looks ahead to where her career will take her. Now, I want to zoom out and take a wide-angle look at this. In Laws of Attraction, SEEK asked 6,000 potential candidates what attracts them when they think about their next job, and 42% of them were in that key age bracket of 18 to 35.
2: Hello again, I'm Caroline North.
0: Yep, it's time to bring in SEEK's Data Wizard.
2: So millennials are focused still, like salary compensation is still, you know, it's a a bit of a hygiene factor. So you've got to be having that conversation for a millennial um, and career development opportunities are their number two driver so really focusing on what does their career path what does their career opportunity look like and and that could be looking at addressing things such as um, internal training opportunities mentoring opportunities it could be external training schemes or sponsorship for further education and further study so there's lots of different facets um, and lots of detail within the portal that talk to all those different areas of interest around career development
0: and that portal is up now, insightsresources.seek.com.au slash laws of attraction. So there are the top two drivers for millennials. And then the
2: third driver is work-life balance. So for millennials, work-life balance is um, a really important area. And there's some very specific things for millennials that they're focused on, um, Their number one must-have is compensation for overtime. So that would be things like days in lieu or even additional pay. So with nearly half citing that this is a must-have, that they have um, compensation for overtime.
0: Okay, so Laws of Attraction is telling us that salary, development and work-life balance are the most important drivers for millennials as a whole. But we shouldn't assume that's the same for everyone. Take graduates, for instance. Many graduates are millennials, but naturally some aren't. And so SEEK has findings for both of those groups.
3: And for another perspective, let me introduce you to David from Fusion. My name is David Svetkovsky. I'm the director and founder of Fusion Graduate Consultancy. We specialize in, I guess, the attraction, recruitment, and development of graduates across the Australian and broader Asia-Pacific market for a range of clients. So what does a typical day look like for you at fusion graduate consultancy. There's no typical day. Uh, there's no one day that's ever the same with a range of clients that will call you to ask a diverse range of questions from I want to recruit graduates today to we need to run a development program for the graduates coming in to what does our attraction campaign look like for the next batch of graduates coming in. It's a very fast paced environment and we, we feel like we need to be responding all the time. So yeah. Okay, so SEEK's
0: done the study. They've looked at things like what's important to people when they're seeking their next opportunity.
3: What are you hearing from graduates about what's important to them? They're looking at the organisation's brand in, in their entirety and, and it, it might surprise a lot of people. Salary does not come into the conversation to probably post-offer when they get the document and read it and go, okay, why? Because all graduates know that good grad programs are paying on par with the market. What we're hearing from grads is, is what is my development program? What does it look like, Bet two or three years? Give me the detail. What kind of pathways in the second and third year am I going to experience from a corporate social responsibility perspective? What events or how can we contribute? How can we get involved? These are the underlying fundamental questions grads are asking first to make that decision on which employer. They've got a massive choice of where to go. The look, the feel of the people, the business, are they... Uh, contributing to the broader society. It's what this generation is focusing on. In your view, what do
0: employers need to be offering, not just saying, but offering now to get the graduates they need, the millennials they need, yep.
3: to build their company, build their profitability in the future? Organisations, and, and I guess I, I talk in terms of graduate managers, those running the programs are, and that are hiring uh going out to market and if you, you looked across the entire graduate industry, they use the term future leaders. I think the trend that we'll see in the next five years is, is these grad managers actually defining what future leadership looks like and customising their programs to ensure that they are building potential future leaders. And and we're not talking leadership simply being, oh, I'm going to manage 10 people in five years' time. It could be technical leaders who are brilliant in their specific, and, and with the boom in technology, we're seeing technical wizards, and they're the best at what they do. And that's okay. That's leadership in their arena versus someone wanting to manage a broader team. And I think the graduate programs in the next five years that can articulate what that looks like and provide the graduates with those experience in the first three to five years are going to be those that are really going to be successful. And
0: David told me the best programs are using social media, they're showcasing their brand and they're using what he calls the voice of graduates, people who are living the graduate program experience right now. So we've heard that development is important to millennials. And as Sam said before, the world does kind of revolve around money. But there's another currency that younger workers trade in. And so I want to get back to Caroline from SEEK.
2: It really drives through to this notion of why I work and this trade-off of time and the experience that millennials have around you can work anywhere. Like So you have my time and I can deliver a job. And that's my currency time is my currency that I can trade with you and I trade that for money and I think we will see far more of that as we get into a far more flexible workforce going forward and there the data shows us that they've got a far greater propensity for flexibility so they are also significantly more likely to want to be able to buy or take unpaid leave so either buy more leave from their company or take unpaid leave. So they want to have this notion of well, I want to be able to holiday when I want to holiday, but not at a cost to you. It's, it's not like a one-way trade that they're mm. looking for, but it is very much their time is a very important currency to them.
0: Because that's the stage of life, I suppose, where you want to have your experiences. You want to Try a little bit of travel in the world. You that's, want to. You want it. to sort of do these things while you know you're young and you know you have maybe fewer responsibilities and, and you are able to to step out and and you don't want the job necessarily to be preventing you from doing that.
2: Absolutely, that freedom and that flexibility, and also there's some amazing companies doing some wonderful schemes. I've seen them where you can work anywhere from the world, work and travel for a year. And it's a scheme where it brings together, say, 24 people from around the world, and they can remote, these 24 people can remote work, and they're located into different countries, so they're getting that work-life balance (laughs) of traveling and doing their job and just doing it in a different country every month. There's some incredible initiatives out there to be attracting kind of the millennials that really are, are driving for that opportunity.
0: Who wouldn't be up for an opportunity like that? Thank you, Caroline North, Research Manager at SEEK. Also, David Svetkovsky from Fusion Graduate Consultancy. And thank you to Sam Beniac-Brooks. Good luck to you as you set out on your career. There are so many more insights up right now on the Laws of Attraction portal. Head along to insightsresources.seek.com.au slash Laws of Attraction. And we'll talk again on the next podcast.